welcome to the South Road Boys. Hello, hello, hello. Tis us, tis we. Tis I and ye. Tis the plural version of one. <laughs> Onesies. Onesies. <laughs> Onesies. F- are onesies still a thing? Yes. Fuck. They just are, but actually- the dumbest thing. No, have you seen an Udi? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, true. Udi's are for people who want to be superheroes, but are actually a little bit uh, mentally challenged. No, it's just a furry poncho. <laughs> Yeah, but they have all different friggin' patterns and so? shit on them now. No, you don't sew them. No, I think they already they already come as they are. Just it just looks like something that. Look, if you and I had those in our youth, do you imagine the amount of kids that would be burnt to death because they back their woody up to a radiator? <laughs> <laughs> we even go further back, having the open, open fire, fire, yeah, and not not the wood heater with the glass panel with the door that closes. No, we're talking a metal grate yeah, in front of it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine the sparks coming off that. <laughs> yeah, that would go up. It wouldn't. <laughs> Even the name, Woody. Not quite a hoodie. Like, I don't know. Just be Because it's a, I think it's a onesie so Once again, I'm going to use my favourite slogan since you started a few weeks <laughs> ago. Just be, be gooder. <laughs> now, Mr. Barnes, I had a couple of points of order before oh, we get into the show. Sounds very formal. Good and proper. Uh, some deaths... That we have not spoken about because we don't talk about death much here at the South Road Boys. Well, no, because we're not Stop. playing Deadpool, so we can't celebrate it anymore. Correct. But now it just feels like we're being macabre. Mm. At least that's why Deadpool was good. People could die and you could have fun with it. Yeah, and learn a little great. bit about it. Oh, so, loved it. two people who have died. Tell me. Jerry, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, Mr. Well, Jerry Springer. Yeah, the spring is out of his step. I tell you what. I didn't know much about Jerry Springer. All I know about him is he really invented um, Bogan fighting television. Exactly. That's I pretty mean, much all I remember. 79 years old. I didn't know. He was like the governor of Cincinnati or something. Like he was Really? Just, hang on. Let me say, um, I wish I'd done some the, research. At the end of the day, though, just because he was the, the, uh, the host of a show where people just threw shit at each other. It doesn't mean that he himself was that kind of person. Jerry Springer was born in London in 1944. He was English. During the Blitz. He in was fact, a bomb. he was born in an underground station which the family had used to shelter from the fucking German bombs. Bullshit, really? I shit you not, during the Second World War. Um, oy vey. <laughs> and then they moved to New York and he was raised in Queens. Springer was a Democrat and became the mayor of Cincinnati in 1977. He's done a reverse Schwarzenegger. That's what he's done. <laughs> he's he started in politics yeah. and, and then decided. He's a, a reverse Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Or it sounds like Jesse a really, the Body Venture. Sounds like a really harsh, um, like painful game maneuver. <laughs> I, re- gone, I will give you the reverse Schwarzenegger. With no lube. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, look. I'll be dry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, watching Jerry, like that was something that Jen and I used to watch because it was just trash TV. Oh, it was. It was just. And on, without researching it, I'm assuming it was the first true trash TV that came along. I dare say that must have been the pioneer of all the other shit we've got now. I, I wouldn't be surprised. 1991 that came out. So, but now we've got the classy ones like The Bachelor and shit. <laughs> Farmer Wants a Root. Fuck. <laughs> Married at First Hump. 
Yeah. Um, was it um, Blind? No, Love is Blind or whatever? Love is Blind, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know that deceitful titles. <laughs> see, that show came out. I think, it's, I think it was called Love is Blind. Sure. Yeah. And um, it's not only Blind Pebblotic show. No. It's not one. Not one. <laughs> they can all see everything. Exactly. Well, it's made for television, yeah, so except blind people could they obviously anyway. can't see the person initially, so they've got to fall in love with their personality. <laughs> Um, but none of them are blind. No. It just, I mean, that would have been far more interesting. I would watch that show if there were guide dogs. <laughs> if there were dogs on the show, yeah. I think this show's cute. Yeah. I love dogs. I love animals. Fantastic. Fluffy little Labradors. Instead, I go and watch them Lovers Blind. I turn up, it's just people that can't see the person they're talking to. It's like, do you oh, think, fuck. Do you think the visually impaired community took umbrage with that show? Saying oh, you're, you know, appropriating you can... a terminology, you know, basically – catfishing us yeah. into watching something about people who are visually impaired finding love, which we do because we're fucking normal people. Mm-hmm. We just can't see. And I how, don't, how are they normal, though? Yeah, they really are. I think if they had men out of sea for a while, I think it would drive them a little bit nuts. All depends whether or not you had vision and lost it or whether or not that's just your world. That's why they don't allow sharp objects to be around blind people. It's not because they might hurt themselves. Mm. They might hurt others, too. <laughs> Because they're going a bit off. They're not happy. They're not happy, Joe. <laughs> if they find a knife, they will just swing. Prison shiv. Let us swing, Joe. Um, that's so, why I don't have any blind friends. They're too dangerous. They're too dangerous. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's, that sounds like a, an action film from the 80s starring <laughs> some sort of Jean-Claude Van Damme where he's a visually impaired. Oh, wouldn't that be blind brilliant. Blind fury. Blind fury. <laughs> About like a, oh, I a Matt Murdock-style character who just extracts just goes town to town extracting justice, would, <laughs> and it's called Blind Fury. That would be spectacular. Wouldn't it? Remember Lorenzo. The story of a man and, and his a dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> and they go John Wick on him. Yeah. Well, they don't never kill his kill, dog. Never killed the dog of a blind man. Because well, he's fucked. If they do, <laughs> it's a pretty quick story in. Because where are you? I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm over here. <laughs> um, it could be a sequel to Cujo. <laughs> but remember Lorenzo. What happens when a blind man's dog gets rabies? <laughs> blind, blind fury. Blind fury. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when a man is sick of curtains? Blind fury. <laughs> what Rob- happens when a man just drinks far too much? Blind, Blind fury. fury. <laughs> Actually, it'd be more like tap, 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 tap. <laughs> <laughs> We're not making fun of blind people, honest. No, no, I love blind people. Remember Lorenzo. I don't know any. <laughs> Remember I'm Lorenzo Lamas, an American actor called Lorenzo Lamas. Oh, no, oh, fuck! I wish you did. He had was that um like early karate or martial arts movies? Pretty much, but it was more, the show was called 18 Wheels of Justice. Oh, no, I don't remember that. Oh, fuck, I wish you did because that is up there with Blind Fury. Is it? <laughs> well, it's this truck driver. Yeah. And he goes town to town as an interstate truck driver. A bit, Just you know. Vigilantes. Vigilante, you know, righting yeah. wrongs that people had 
had happened to them. People need that. And it was called 18 Wheels of Justice. And he had like a a very early Billy Ray Cyrus-style moulet. Yep. <laughs> but he was jacked. Classy. Yeah, jacked. of course. And I reckon Lorenzo Lama, Lamas. Lorenzo <laughs> Lama. Del <laughs> <laughs> brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that would have been the person who I would want to have cast. As Let me get Blind Justice, I, I, I guarantee like. there's a film called Blind Justice. Oh um, no doubt! But what's the guy, what's it? Lorenzo Lorenzo Lamas. Just type in Eighteen Wheels of Justice. That's- Lorenzo Lamas. Here we go. Oh yeah, no, I, I, my God, that's <laughs> that's gone. That's like dark Fabio here, isn't it? Wowzers! Is that the Moulay that you're seeing, or is it just? Yeah, all he's long? on a he's on like a bike, but yeah. It's, now. Do you need a moment? <laughs> yeah. Um what have we got here? Um Could you imagine oh, this? Wow. Could you imagine the merch that we'd get out of doing blind justice? All the canes <laughs> that we'd be able to sell and just the regular you get into pet accessories. <laughs> <laughs> blind justice dog leashes. Well, what's he got here? Let me have a look. I've got to go into the career. Early career, sure. It's um I can't I remember know. why I remember Lorenzo Lamas. I'm curious whether or not. Oh my! God. Is it Lamas, or have I just made the last uh, name up? No, that's right. Yeah, L A M A M L A M A S. I tell you, what, I don't know whether you're actually correct with your title of the show, though. It's not 18 Wheels of Justice. No, because I tell you what, you know, he started in 1969. Shit, he was uncredited as an <laughs> Indian boy, <laughs> as in dot or feather. Uh, I assume Feather. Okay. Um, he was in Greece. The original? He was in Greece. With Liv. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. what? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't Kanicki. No, I don't know. Um, he's, he was in there as a Tom Chisholm. Oh, well. Don't know. Don't know. But um, here we go. He was in Snake Eater. Great name. 1989. That's a classic name. Yes, it is, is it for an action movie? Snake. Is it just a bloke who goes bush and eats snakes? Maybe. But there was Snake Eater too as well. Snake Eater 2, The Drug Buster. <laughs> Fantastic. Killing Streets, Bounty Tracker. Oh, Bounty Tracker's oh. sort of close. Final round. I just said, um, you know, I'm just trying to see if there's any that I actually remember from, you know, like um, maybe looking and think, wow, yeah, I remember that as a really, really shocking movie. Um, I've got a feeling it's actually going to be a TV series because – It is – and I it don't, aired from 2000 Falcon, to 2001, was, 18 Wheels I'm going to say this Falcon Crest. Oh, it starred Lucky Vanos as Federal Agent Michael Cates. Who's Lucky Vanos? <laughs> Fucking you glorious. Oh, God, Lucky Joseph of Vanos. We are going down a, a rabbit hole of who gives a fuck. No one. He was born in Lincoln, Nebraska, for crying out loud. I have been miscrediting Lorenzo Lamas. Really? As lucky. Oh, so you're saying the show's right, but it's not him that's in it. Correct. Ah, oh, see, that's a whole different ball game, Joe. I tell you what, he's a good-looking rooster. Well, where Adam do I know Wills Lorenzo of, Lamas from? Adam Wills of Justice. I don't know, in every action movie from the, the 80s, it <laughs> didn't have the main people we know in it. That's where you know him from. That's where I know him from. Um, the episodes followed the format, not unlike the Incredible Hulk or the Fugitive or the Rebel. Yeah. Oh, he was a he was a federal agent. Yeah, nice, Michael Cates. 
posing as a truck driver with a Kenworth <laughs> T2000 semi truck. I mean, Unbelievable. It's not even the 80s. It's 2000 for crying out loud. Man. Yeah, it's not even that old. There you go, Joe. But hang on. Fucking Billy D. Williams was in it. Oh, well, that adds a little bit of... Uh... Lando. <laughs> yeah, that that's, uh, certainly adds a little bit of um, strength. I mean, how, how quickly did one fall, though, so from who, being so in all the So who was this lucky dude? Where's a photo of him? Yeah, I had to Google it. Like, it didn't even come up in the wikis. Oh, damn, he was in Two and a Half Men. Well, I'm... Well, there you go. I am gutted, roadies. Oh, I'm gutted that Lorenzo wasn't in it because he looks like the kind of guy that would... Who would be in a 1980s show called 18 Wheels of Justice. He looks like he'd be in a show with um, any of the action figures of the time. But, uh, I mean, you could do any cage movie with him. Who wouldn't? He had the hair back then. Well, maybe Lorenzo is our pick for Blind Justice. Maybe. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas in is Blind, blind Justice. justice. Yeah. <laughs> See it soon. <laughs> now available in IMAX. Yeah. Fantastic. Blind Justice. I I want to see it. A vigilante visually. Well, I mean, it really is just Daredevil. Well, in a way. And that has been around well, for a while. You, we also had... Um, Oh, God, I've just gone blank. Wonderful fucking African-American actor. Mm. Um, Denzel Washington. It was Denzel. In a, what was the, the movie, though? Book of Eli. Thank you. He was blind in that. Fucking, I love roadies. Go out there, Blind and I'm not going to spoil the ending because there is really only one, and that's Billy Bob Thornton in there as well as the big bad. It's post-apocalyptic a really, really world good movie. And Denzel Washington. Oh, fucking well done, Troy. Um, roadies, on behalf of Troy and I... <laughs> what, am I what am I good for? No, on behalf of Troy and I, Troy needs to apologise for that. Oh, do I? You just fucking spoiled it for anyone who hasn't seen a movie from like 20 years ago. No, I haven't. You fucking have. <laughs> no, I haven't. You have. No, I haven't. At what point in time do you realise that Denzel Washington is visually impaired? I don't know. The last seven fucking minutes of the movie. Do you really? Yes. Sure? Yes. Because when he arrives, and fucking, I've spoiled it. We've spoiled it now. No one's going to go and watch it. You should, though. Look when at- he arrives at the Citadel to try and find this lone whooping cub because he's trying to get this fucking girl to wherever, it's pretty much The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's another one of those movies. Yep. All those he stories. arrives and says, I have the last known copy original King James Bible, because that's the whole thing. He's quoting mm. the Bible through it. Yes. And then the rub is we find out that it's in Braille, and that's when we find out everything had just happened was because he was fucking blind. But didn't he also memorise it? Well, possibly, Memory? but most of the time he's reading it. Like, But you see him reading it, but you don't Jerry that he's, Jerry, Jerry, that he's using his fingers to read it. I had a feel. I thought I remember that he actually memorised it. We probably did. He was like Cain wandering the earth for many, have many to years. Watch it again now. There's another show from the interesting. 80s. Cain. Okay. Why Chang but anyway, Cain. Um, there is a, a 2005 TV series, Blind Justice. Yes. Let's see what that is. Is it for the visually impaired? Ah, uh, he's poor. 
Is there yeah. a dog? By the look of it, um, I mean, he's wearing very dark sunglasses. Is there a Labrador? I'm just seeing if there's actually a... Or is uh, he just a lawyer? No, nah, it's just um, New York City detective Jim Dumba returns to work after being blinded in the line of duty. Blinded by the, the line, line of duty. <laughs> oh, well, nah, that's not as exciting. Well, now you know why it was a glorious idea for a TV show, because someone's already done it. I feel like there's just... I just feel like there should be more. Have we been robbed? What's, oh, here we go. There's a 1994 TV movie. What's yes. this one? Let's have a look. Um, what are we? I mean, it really is a story. Canaan. C-A-N-A-N. Couldn't you just pick an easier name? Canaan. A mysterious gunfighter Kenna? left nearly blind from Civil War Kenna? combat. Can it? Can it? Can it? Roams through Mexico with a baby he has sworn to protect. <laughs> of course he has. Because that's what you do. Because you know what? You're gonna you're gonna roam Mexico yeah. with a baby. Yeah, of course. Because someone's gonna say, I need you to look after my baby. All I'm gonna do, love, lady, is I'm gonna roam Mexico. You're definitely the man I need. <laughs> Troy. Yes. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> For those um, people who are a big fan of Mendu. Yes, here we go with a baby wandering through, protect, um, wandering through the desert with a fucking baby yeah, Yoda. Uh, on his way to a town where a family will supposedly adopt the baby. <laughs> In Canaan, Mexico. Canaan passes through a border town where the US cavalry officers assigned to deliver a shipment of silver under attack from bandits. With some reluctance, he steps in to help the soldiers. You're fucking looking after a baby. <laughs> what the- is it three men and a baby? Like, is it an offshoot of... The, is it the same baby from Tom Selleck's movie, Three Men and a Baby? I don't know. This is... Oh, wow. That's just... That's horrendous. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous. Anyway, Blind Justice, 18 Wheels of Justice, any of the justices. Any of the justices. <laughs> um, yeah. Do yourself a favour. Get on board. i tell you what, though. Now, look, this one, mm. Blind Justice the movie. Yes. Fucking... We're Sorry, I've put people off. Streaming it? No, I'm bad. I shouldn't have done that. How many stars on? How many tomatoes? Well, for us, it's, I don't know how many tomatoes, but mm. I'm telling you now that um, it's got 5.7 IMD re-rating. Was it's it not rec- bad. Was it recognised by the Academy? Uh, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> but but here's here's where we're going to get told back. Sometimes, Joe, mm. you've got to step forward before you fall over, right? Okay. So okay. Not necessarily true. I've stumbled backwards and fallen over. So- <laughs> Armand Asante is the main actor. Yes. Whatever the fuck that is. But we have Elizabeth Shue in this movie. Shuey. Shuey. We have a Baldwin. Adam. <laughs> Fucking hello. Unbelievable. Hang on. Once again, it's Adam. <laughs> but it's still a Baldwin. <laughs> it's like having a dado. We have Jack Black in this movie, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yep. Unbelievable. Cast. This Bloody hell, that is a big there, cast. There's actually... We have... um. There's actually a few other faces that I recognise. Is it a comedy? No, it's not. Wow. No, it is definitely not a comedy. It is an action western. Isn't it ever? Oh, aren't they all? <laughs> aren't they all? <laughs> Blind justice. Blind justice. Blind justice. There's nothing to do with whether they're vertical or anything. <laughs> nothing to do with that at all. Whether they've got cords. Roman, Roman blinds. Oh, no, no, it's no, it's near Western. near Mexico. Okay, so it's not Roman. Mexican yeah. blinds. It'd be a good sequel though. Me- Mexican Roman blinds. Roman oh, blind justice. Roman blind. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I mean, 
it makes sense though because he's already Roman. Yeah, exactly. He's Roman I get it. in the desert. So Roman. Ah, oh, no. If you sorry, if you were going to do Roman blind justice, it'd have to be a visually impaired samurai. <laughs> True. They were known for roaming around, and yeah. you know. Everyone, mate, who's been left nearly blind after Civil War combat and uh, roaming through Mexico, definitely. Civil, Civil War, though, that's an interesting time period to put it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least you don't have to worry about a lot of technology. I find the, the term actually interesting, like Civil War. Mm. It's like it wasn't that bad. Well, it was only a couple of years ago Civil yeah. War came out, wasn't it? Well, it's like people say- 2020? You know, 2019? Be a bit more civil. Oh, no, that was Endgame. Yeah, be a bit more civil. <laughs> war? And this is a Civil War. So, I mean, was that just kind of north and south? They just go out and high-five each other and say, what's been going on? I don't know, Max, what's been no, going on here? The civil war is, I vehemently disagree with your stance on slavery. Well, I understand, good sir, that you vehemently agree with my stance on slavery, but I too disagree with you. So I think we're going to have to agree to disagree and part our ways. <laughs> That's a civil war. Unless you want some blind justice. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I will say I'm just going to, the last thing I'm going to mix on this the ad, which is above this huge big banner. Mm. Very Eric. very clever marketing. It's for um no sh- or zero sugar Coca Cola. It's just got oh, get out of that full force. Yep, no sh- zero sugar. Oh, Star like Wars that. advertising. Bloody hell, mind you, full force zero sugar. Opportunity missed by Specsavers. <laughs> Blind Justice. Brought to you by Specsavers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Blind Justice should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> Imagine that product placement in Blind Justice and the remake is just all Specsavers <laughs> or OPSM or whoever. Look, you just go and check it out. Great actors in Get it. Get on board. Blind Jack, Justice. Jack Black. Yeah. Uh, so we did say farewell to- That's right, people died. Uh, to Jerry Springer. Now, I have another death, Mr. Barnes. See ya. Did you cause it? No, I did not. Um, I'm going to give you- Because you can now. So we're not playing Deadpool. Oh, there was only an issue when you played Deadpool. You couldn't actually actively- Contribute. Contribute to the death of someone on your list. To get the point. You can kill anyone now. Well, I could have killed this person beforehand. I just wouldn't have got a point for it. Yeah, fair enough. I might have got 20 years, but I wouldn't have got a point. But you know what? So, If they weren't being like- civil- <laughs> Would you like, Mr. Barnes, to have me just tell you who this is? Or would you oh, like you to guess? You want to play a game. Or Fuck would you it. like... We haven't played games for so long. We played I, one last week, didn't we, or the week before? Last week, and I really yeah, enjoyed it. Not, Jesus Christ. I thought I really enjoy it. Right, I Fucking let's do it. All right. Have you got the intro music? <laughs> <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Thank you. Yeah, nice. All right, so you're trying to guess which celebrity... Has died. I will give you one hint. One hint. One hint. Okay. This person was on one of my celebrity Deadpool lists. Oh, God. That so that a- narrows it down to about 30 people. <laughs> and I, like I can remember your – like I give a shit about what your list was. was As my if list I give was a shit. Okay. Well, fucking uh, – there's um, a major hint. I don't know. Okay. Right. Um. So is this person an actor? No. No. Well, um, is this person a politician? No. Is this person a musician? No. Is this person an author? Yes. <laughs> no, that's not going to help you. Oh, damn. Because what people don't realise that aren't here <laughs> with us in this room 
the is book. that you brought a book with you and I sat did. it covered down on the table, and I suddenly thought, <gasps> it's an author. And it's pages facing you. So you can't read the spine. No, can't see anything. This book has nothing to do with the celebrity that died. Right. You just got fucking lucky. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm giving you author in a very, very broad sense. Oh, okay. So not an actor, not a musician, not a politician, but an author. Yeah, we're up to about four or five. Um, geez, it doesn't leave a lot of other things you can do with your life, does it, really? Well, if you're going to be famous enough to be on a Deadpool list, this person, like I'm assuming, assuming it's not a um, veterinarian, or could have been Bondi vet. Okay, right, that enough. would have been famous enough. And Steve yeah. Irwin was already dead. Yes. So, um, <laughs> this person was a Guinness World Record for their op- occupation. Really? Mm-hmm. Guinness World for the occupation. Um, does that mean then? That they're an athlete, no, like no, a sports no. you were person. More, you were more on tune with an author. I know, but I realise that. But it, I, you realise they people uh, Joe, that actually do sport, they can still write books. No, no. If you had have said author, and this person was famous for being a sports person who wrote a book, I would not have said yes. I right. would, be, I would have said no. Okay. This person is famous and world recording for. And once again, it is a very tenuous link to author. I know. But it is as close as you're going to get. Close as I'm going to get. With, uh, is, with this the person, is this person male? Uh, he was. Right. I'm assuming this person would also be elderly. He was. Because most people on your list were, because you, oh. you were trying to cheat for a long, long time. Uh, I will give you how old he was. He was 102. Oh, so, shit. yes, he was elderly. <laughs> this was before um, points based on age. Right. This was just dead, oh, God, dead point, dead point. To, well, <laughs> 19. What the old people were on your this, list. I think this was the year that I won. 102. 102. I mean, Lynn, we person. love you crazy. Mm. Um, I'm not going to remember a 102-year-old person. I don't reckon I'm going to get it. I guarantee you without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, you will know this person and have read their work. Really? Fucking, I will bet a shiny dollar on it. Wow, okay. So it's going to be, um, oh my God, he's 102 and I've read their work. Yep. Their record. Guinness Book of Record. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Their record is because they had a career that went from 1942 to 2020. 42 to 2020. Correct. Um, Is this person being jailed at any time? No, not that I'm aware of. Right, okay, cool. Uh, Is this person travelled to the moon? Space flight may have been part of their career when they got a little bit older. True. No, this person had the same employer for 49 years. Same employer for 49 years. Mm. That's where you would know his work. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm 
trying to keep talking because I realize this is a podcast and without audio, it's very, very boring. Very, very boring. Um, but I'm not coming up with anyone in my mind and not even any reasonable questions that can lead me to anyone. All right. I'll give you a bit more of a hint. Right, uh, throw some hints at me. Um, holds the world record for having the longest career as what he did. Right. Um, and was, look, we'll just say in the publishing field. Right. Um, from his career in 1964 to 2013, which is with one employer, there was only one. Is it a cartoon? It's not necessarily an Correct. author. Correct. Only had one publication where his original artwork was not featured. Only one. So I'm assuming it would be a newspaper? I'm not going to give you that, but you're wrong. Okay, right. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, so from 1964 to 2013, this publication put out its publication and his artwork only didn't feature on one issue. That's quite amazing. Fucking awesome. For 49 years, only having a week off. (laughs) (laughs) How long service life? No, or actually it might have been a month. Right on. I think it was monthly. So it's going to be, in that case, and if we go on that time, I'm going to assume, is it some, like a little, um, like, strip cartoon? No. No, okay. No, so no, strip ca- cartoon. Okay, so in that case, then. Oh, we've spoken about it. I think it- I've even fucking brought a publication here. Really? Mm. Interesting. So we're not going, I thought I would have gone that long, but it's not something like Mad Magazine or something like that, it is most it? most certainly is Mad Magazine. Okay. Um, spy versus spy? No. No? Or is it actually the, the main character himself? One of mad the, itself? No, the, the, the artist. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is I, I can't actually remember any of the artists that were on there, though. Oh, yes, you can. I fucking really? you so will. You so will. Out of all the Is ones- it the main character of Mad Mag, though, like the actual- Alfred E. Newman? No. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not right. Alfred. Um, he was known for- It was so funny. Um- he was a regular contributor to the magazine for 65 years and is the longest-running contributor. In a 2010 interview, he said, serious people my age are dead. <laughs> so um, what was said was, this person is one of the greatest cartoonists of all time, and that came from Charles M. Schultz, who basically uh, – oh, that was from the from the New Yorker, and Charles M. Schultz – who did peanuts, peanuts. Yep. said this person can cartoon anything. So I'm assuming it's one of the ones that will do the spoofs of everything and spoof? do it that way. <laughs> it's probably not spoof. Yeah. It means something different in different yeah. countries. People say different ways. <laughs> do you want me to give it to you? Yeah, because I'm not going to bring the name out of nowhere. He was responsible for the fold-in. It is Mr. Al Jaffe. Okay, no, I do know the name. You do? Yeah. Of course you do. So the folding is in the back page? Yeah, he was the one that did all the fold-ins. Really? The same one? I was in the same person, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> not the same fold-in. Pretty predictable. <laughs> <laughs> but the same, the same one person did all of them. Except for one episode, he did not contribute an original artwork. That's a lot of work. Can I? To be able to actually, because you're not just doing a picture. You're, you're doing, doing a picture that turns into a picture. Correct. And words. And the last one that I believe, fucking, and I haven't got this in front of me, so I could be very wrong, but I did hear about it. The last one was an obituary to Al Jaffe, which said 
it had the I think cartoons of Mad Magazine, and then when you folded it in, it said Farewell Al or something like that. Oh wow, that'd be. Huge. And they they were going to do it on his death. That was yep. what they were going to do, but instead they published it while he was alive because they wanted him to see it. How cool is that? And he only stopped drawing in 2020 when he was in his late 90s. That is crazy. Fucking nuts. He stopped writing. He stopped drawing for Mad in 2013 when he was 92. Can you imagine how many bosses he would have had? <laughs> I'll outlive you. Well, Fuck you. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's case they always say, you know, you don't quit jobs, quit bosses. Yeah. Um. That was completely reversed for him. Correct. He didn't quit anything. No. People quit because of him. Probably. So they're not there anymore. Can you fold it? No, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) All of his bosses, I can guarantee, scrunches. Yeah, exactly. Didn't like him. Didn't Didn't get along. No. No, Never come across a good folder before. (laughs) Haven't you? No, they didn't. They were always scrunches. Are you a folder or a scruncher? I'm a folder. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm a formalised poor. It is, it is the way. It is. We're the Mad Magazine generation. We're all folders. Maybe that's where we learned it from. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe people who fold their toilet paper are all just Mad Magazine readers. Yeah. And that's what you have to because do. Because you used to read Mad Magazine in the toilet. It was Where one of those magazines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you would fold. Yes. yes. That's it. We've solved it. We were, we were basically hypnotically tranced. Into using toilet paper one way. We had a Pavlovian response. I have paper, I must fold. Yeah. And no choice. <laughs> no choice. Fucking, this is the way. Yep. <laughs> and then, where did scrunches come from then? Fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> you, scr- just, you just. You know how scrunches come from? Parents who were angry when they fucked each other. Because <laughs> when they I found. Fuck babies. When they found paper. <laughs> They just want to screw it up. Oh. Because they were just internally angry all the time. time. Yep. I just, if you're just, a scruncher and you listen to this, go and see someone. Yeah, talk about talk it. Talk to someone. Yeah, Get yeah. it out. Get help. Lifeline. Yeah. And like you watch. Someone. You'll have a moment. I mean, you know, where, say, your wife or your, your husband or your, your partner, whatever. Significant other. Yeah, will suddenly see you one day mm. folding the toilet paper and they'll be so proud. It'd just be a calmness. So proud. And if you don't know how, and they'll hug you while you're pooing, exactly. <laughs> which is awkward, but I've had ah. it, I've had it happen. You know what, that's the it? that's the joy of children. <laughs> the only time they really want to spend time with you is when you go to the toilet. And yeah. as babies, both of my kids would come in. I just wanted to cuddle. Okay. <laughs> and the only way you stopped them doing that smearing was, poo all yeah, over them pretty much was yeah wiping your ass on their head. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, good. And they they don't do it after that. No, they did. <laughs> did they? Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so more about Al them than it does about you. Al Jaffe um, has left us. He left us actually on the tenth of April. So I'm sorry that I'm a bit behind in my Al Jaffe updates, but um, played a significant role in fucking my teenage years. Even Kenny Rogers wrote a song about him. Did he? Yeah. You got nowhere to fold him. <laughs> nowhere to hold him. <laughs> nowhere to walk. I don't think that the was Gambler, about magazine. I don't think the Gambler was uh, written about Al Jaffe. I said it was. I do remember though the Mad Magazine uh, cover of Backstreet Boys, <laughs> where they redid the words to "I want it that way" to "Which Backstreet Boy is gay." <laughs> It was a great magazine. Wasn't it ever? 
really was. It was a um, it was a product of our childhood, that's for sure. Definitely something. And Mad Magazine, Mad TV. I don't think that was as big, but um, Mad Magazine. I collected them. I, I mm. hoarded them. Like you're going to see me on a TV show one day. But you could read Mad Magazine now and go back and read the the takeoff cartoons and movies and TV series and all the rest and all the bits and pieces through it and still get enjoyment out of it. And all you need to do is maybe change a couple of names and you've got current, you know. Yep, and I'm certain there'd be some stuff in there that would probably be a little bit politically incorrect now. A little bit? Um, <laughs> just a snitch. Because it was a while back that it was around. It was a while back yeah, that it was But around. I'll tell you what, it'd be funny to see some of it. <laughs> just to read some of it or see some of the articles and that that were written in that magazine and go, oh, I can't believe you actually said oh, that. I think I need to go back through my old s- I storage think, boxes. I think some I of them would have dated dramatically. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And mine would have only been from like the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. I couldn't imagine what it was like from the 60s. Could you imagine <laughs> in the 70s? Oh. oh, my goodness. Now, yep. speaking of inappropriate humour and comedy, <laughs> I have a present for you, Mr. Barnes. Oh, is this the book? Well, I What's have- What's the go with the book? I have a gift- What's in a, the book? What's in the book? <laughs> of a new segment on the South Road Boys. A new segment? I'm trying a new segment on We're the South Road Boys. We're a new segment Boys. for ages. Oh, I know. Do, do, do. You realise- New segment time. We're going to actually have to do a proper intro if we're going to do it more than once. I think we might have to. And I don't we haven't know. done an intro for a while. No, new mm. segment time. Um, so let us know, roadies, whether or not you like the new segment. Okay, so we're going to trust their judgment? Well, they're the ones who want to listen. Have you seen something? Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and I'll, look, if it takes off, we'll see whether or not we can get some sort of Righto. intro. doesn't need to be you know, professionally done. Is anything we do professionally <laughs> done? Well, actually, fucking yes. South Road Boys merch. <laughs> right up. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, Our true. merch is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my wife left me on the weekend. Oh, um, I didn't know that. No, nah, it happens often. Okay. <laughs> she came back, though. Oh, right. Yeah. And as part of- Rubber band marriage. <laughs> <laughs> um, when she goes away, she went away for a, a girls' weekend in Launceston. Mm-hmm. Um, and she brought back gifts, as she does, because she went to a, like an op shop or a rummage sale or whatever. And unwittingly, she went, oh, the kids and dad like a bit of a joke. I'm going to spend, how much was it she spend? <laughs> I she don't spent reckon it was a lot. 20 cents. Wow, okay. Now she did spend a fair bit. 20 whole cents yeah. on a penguin book, not Gosh. about penguins, of Australian Jokes by Philip Adams oh, really? and Patrice Newell. Scandalous, subusive, hilarious. Now, it was published in, Scandalous. It was published in 1994. Now, my wife, to her credit, I know, did not read the back of this book. Because <laughs> if she had have read the back of this book, she would not have brought it into our house. Because <laughs> we had the discussion of maybe Dad needs to read a couple first to make sure they're appropriate for the kids. Right. Here's, that was a good move, I'm assuming. It was a very good move. Yep. But it might tickle your fancy or right. whatever it's called. Um, here's the back of the book. Jokes are a bit like electro-compulsive therapy. Laughter does the brain good. Uh, laughter does to the brain what a good sneeze does to the nasal passage. If you read this entire volume in one sitting, you'll be the equivalent of having 10 years in psychoanalysis. You will encounter bigotry, sexism, ageism, blondism, and homophobia. So enter these pages at your peril, knowing that every time you split your sides, you're having a laugh at someone else's expense. Right, that. And I can tell you, the first joke that I read, I went through, flicked it through pages and looked for the quickest one. 
And I'll give you the quick one for free. It's not right, close wow. to anything. How? I'm going to have to pay for the others. <laughs> <laughs> Far away. How does a lesbian hold her liquor? Uh, by the shoulders. By the ears, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not sure I want to explain that to my 11 and 12-year-old children. So all Could the jokes a were along that funny line. funny conversation, though. It would. So what I thought we would do is maybe three jokes in jo- Joe's Joke Corner. Righto. Joe's Joke Corner. We can workshop that. Yeah, I think we need to work that one out a little bit more, but uh, we'll go with it, though. Now, I have a pencil here so that we can scratch off books, uh, jokes that I've read because we don't want to go back and back and back and back and back. Um, what I want you to give me, Mr. Barnes, is a page number between 1 and 466. Right. Oh, it's a big book. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of humour. Fucking hilarious. Right, we'll go to um 271. 274. I'll kick through a little bit of it. So. Two, because the book would have warmed up by then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Excellent. Right, excellent. Here we go. This is, you know, when I saw the cover of the book, I thought it was going to be a bit like Maury Fields on Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Mm. Shane Bourne and Maury Fields, like just good old Larrikin yeah. Aussie jokes. And that's exactly what they were. Yeah, exactly. But these would never have made network television. Right. That <laughs> could. I could be wrong. We're in the... Um, all right, we're in the subject of the law is an ass. A Queensland farmer is seeking damages for injuries sustained when his horse was hit by a car. In court, the defence counsel asked, after the incident, didn't someone come over to you and ask you how you felt? Farmer, yes, I believe that's so, defence counsel. And didn't you tell him that you'd never felt better in your life? Farmer, yes, I guess I did. The defence counsel then sits down. And the plaintiff's counsel stands up. Plaintiff's counsel. Will you tell his honour the circumstances in which you made the response? Farmer. Yes, not long after the accident, my horse, which has sustained a broken leg, was thrashing around. A policeman came up to the horse, pulled out his revolver to the ear and shot it dead. And then he went over to my dog, which had a broken back and was howling miserably, and he put his revolver in the dog's ear and shot it. Then he came back over to me and asked, how do you feel? And I said, I'd never felt better. <laughs> probably didn't even need to do the voices for that one. No, probably not. No. All right, give me another page. Jeez, that one wasn't risque, though. No, well, fucking, they're, ex- not all, they're not all ranchy. Right, ranchy. 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 Well, that one was a little bit. Could have yes. been on a ranch. I'll give you a quick um, one. Quick right, one. Right, quick one. Go for it. What has 36 legs and can't climb a ladder? Uh, centre something, no? The Swannies. The sw- <laughs> <laughs> That's a Murray Field joke, that it is. is. Uh, we'll go to uh, 136. 136. 136. 136. <laughs> the Swannies. I mean, you'd just change it, wouldn't you, to whatever team? You would. Yes. Uh, like, for instance, right now, it would be uh, West Coast Eagles. Yeah, the Weagles. Mm. Uh, 136. Or Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> go Tigers. Mm. A sense of identity. Uh, Ivan. No, really? Uh, correct. Ivan was leaning on his front veranda, chewing solemnly. His friend Yuri approached him. You should be more careful, my old friend. It is illegal to have an imperialist capitalist chewing gum in mother... Oh, sorry. You should be careful. More careful, my friend. It is illegal to have imperialist capitalist chewing gum in mother Russia. 
you might get arrested for being in contact with the enemy. Ivan looked at Yuri and said, It's not chewing gum. I'm washing my underpants. It's not a great joke. <laughs> He's chewing on his underwear. It's, it's not a great joke. Got a no. minute. All no. right, one more page. Come on. Okay. Um, right, we'll go more towards the back again. We'll go um, 362. Ooh, 362. Okay, yep. Right Here we go. All right. right. We're on. Fucking on. Uh, go, Jokes Master. In the <laughs> Jokes Master. <laughs> All right. An Australian troop has taken prisoner of war during the Milan campaign, found that they could use bamboo in many ways as building material, as a dietary supplement, and even as a substitute toilet paper. On one occasion, the troops were paraded to have their rear ends examined by the medic looking for signs of typhoid. And while he was in the progress, one of their mates was returning to the ranks after visiting the toilet. Noticing a piece of leaf was still sticking to the tail of the new arrival, the digger broke out into uncontrollable laughter. Look at that. He just goes to show that the bloody bamboo will grow anywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know what? That's a oh, Morrifield one as well. You get away with Right, I know. There's got to be one more. One more? Okay. Uh, we'll go right to the start. We'll go um, 48. 48. 4 8. 48. All right. So far, they've all been quite good. Like, not risque at all. No, very tame. Um, top Could or bottom? <laughs> there's, two on, there's two on the page. Right, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go both. Oh, okay. Go to the, go to the bottom first, though. Sure. Right a on. swagman who had tramped many kilometres through the rough outback track came to a small pub named George and the Dragon and made his way around the back to search for the handout, oh, in, in search of a handout. Uh, before he had time to ask, the publican's wife came on the scene and gave the tramp the greatest verbal thrashing of his life. She called him a lazy, good-for-nothing loafer and added that if he was hoping to get even a crust of bread, he could forget it. The tramp heard her out in silence, and just stood there. Well, she snapped. Now, what is it you want? Uh, I was just wondering, said the man, if I could have a word with George. <laughs> George and the dragon? Yeah, no, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, right. No, um, that... Not gold. I mean, the worst thing is you had to really kind of explain the punchline. Once you did, it was a bit funnier. Not, not a lot. No, right. An old swaggy turned up to the shearing shed, and it was painfully obvious that he hadn't washed in years. So the shearer's man handled him into the bath, and after stripping off several layers of never-before-removed clothing, they noticed a particular bulge in the upper back. After a few more old flannels and singlets, they peeled it off, and they found a school bag. (laughs) (laughs) I think Joke's Joe Corner might be dead in the water. Anyway. It's a big book, though. Fucking big book. There's got to be some gold in there somewhere. <laughs> well, there will be. There's gold in them there, hills. The, Swanee, the Swanee's joke wasn't bad. That wasn't bad, actually. It wasn't yeah. bad. I mean, you could tell your nan that one. <laughs> Good. Um, curious question. Mm. And I thought about this earlier today. Curious, George. And I didn't know the answer, mm. so I had to Google it. Oh, shit. And Google answers a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. Do you know where the term podcast come from? Because uh, it was originally done by dolphins. No, but very close. <laughs> very, very close. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Um, no, it was – I had to Google it because I didn't know. Mm. Um, it's actually named from basically the iPod. 
Oh, it's okay. when it first started, most people were using iPods to listen to these long lengths of audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, cast is to broadcast. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, an easy yeah. one. Um, so it was actually kind of a uh, podcast, and it stuck. So, so ever since then, it's been known as podcast. So are the good people at Apple claiming that, or is it – I mean, I don't think so. I don't think it was actually an Apple thing. But who coined it originally for um, it to be adapted? Because, I, I mean, podcasts have been around now since, what, 2008, yeah. seven. Uh, Ben Hammersley is the person who actually, uh... Passed the first pod? He, he was the one that suggested the word podcasting to describe the method of delivering the, the audio. Oh, yeah. So he didn't cast the first one, but so uh, on, he was, was a... the one that, that penned the word. So there's just a group of people sitting around going, look, we're, we're going to talk a lot of bullshit or whatever, and we're going to send them out so people can listen to them. We don't have a broadcasting license, but we can send them out via Apple iPods. I and guess. He's going, well, why don't we call it a podcast? Yeah, because it's mainly on a pod and you're broadcasting it, so it's a podcast. Fucking well done. Yeah. Not go. making any money out of that, though, is he? No. Don't <laughs> no, you, not at all. no, What was his name? Ben Hammersley, I think his name why was. Didn't they, why didn't they call it the Hammersley Pass? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's a little bit like... Um, Parkinson's disease, isn't it, that we come with before? <laughs> no, you know, no, if you're no, going to come across Parkinson. a disease, um, name it after yourself. Yeah. And you could have done that. Yeah, but then everyone would curse your name for the rest of time. I mean, at least you'd be remembered. Yeah, but is that a good thing? Oh, there's a <laughs> lot of people that aren't. Speaking of Parkinson, you see Michael J's um, not doing well. No, he's not. Which is unfortunate. One of the greatest actors of my childhood, Michael J. Fox. There's a, um, there's a movie coming out about him soon. Too. Is he? As in a doco movie. Like a doco movie, yeah. And it looks really good. Yeah. Mm, it actually goes through, it's got him involved in it, not mm. just about him. Yeah, yeah. It's going through basically everything he went through when he first started and how he yeah. just rose to fame so quickly. As uh, Michael uh, and, P. Keaton. And some of it through accident as well. Yep. Like he wasn't necessarily meant to be in Back to the Future, for instance. And, yep. Um, he ended up getting the role and then just went... Bunto. Bunto, mental. Yeah. Um, so, and through to them, you know, even back then when he discovered he was getting a bit twitchy and, and that kind of yeah. stuff. And yeah, that actually looks really good. Did you mm. know, you know how um, they changed leading ladies in between Back to the back Future, Future 1 yep. and Back to – Did you know they reshot the whole end sequence to Back to the Future 1 to be the start of Back to the Future 2? So it had that synergy and shot for shot you can watch it on YouTube. No. Yeah, we can do that after the podcast. I did not know that. Yeah. Um. So instead of reusing the footage from, obviously, the last one, because it had the girl in it, they made everyone wear the same thing and do the same actions and shoot the same shots from the same angle to reproduce it so they could start the second one. How fucking good is that? That's pretty clever. Those people in Hollywood, mate. Mm. Um, just speaking of the movie's called Still... Mm. Uh, it's oh. actually going to be a um, strange coincidence. Um, it's going to be on the place of the pod, Apple TV. Oh, okay. And it comes out on May 12th, so it's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Or less than a couple of weeks. Or at least a week away from when you listen to this. So. Mm. It looks super. Have a look at the um, trailer if you get a chance. It's get really, really good. on board. Mm. Now, what's going on in your world, man? What's happening? Look, not a lot. Mm. One thing I did read this week that's really interesting um, is that uh, Mick Hucknell, Mm. <laughs> Who I got to admit, and there's people out there that are going to go, what, what the, the fuck, fuck, Troy? Oh, most people um, do. If I'd just seen his name, wouldn't have known who he was. Mickey! Do you know who he is? No. Oh, there you go. He's a, le- <laughs> <laughs> He's a lead singer of Simply Red. 
Oh, fuck now. Like, that- highly recognisable person, but I've got to admit, I never actually knew what his name was. No, I did, but I'd forgotten it, and now you've mentioned it, and now I remember it again, and then go, oh, yeah, Mickey. Yeah, so, but it was an article that came out. Um, It's really weird. It was in, it came on news.com. It just popped up on my phone today, mm-hmm. uh, in which he was claiming that um, what he's, man he's, uh, <laughs> he's slept with about a thousand women. Fucking Wilt Chamberlain numbers. And I'm thinking, what is it with these fucking redheads that just keep succeeding? <laughs> man rules. Like, Once again, that is proving that God goes, you know what, fuck, I'm going to make you ginge, but yep. I'm going to give you a big dick or at least be able to sing. Yeah, so and we t- we spoke about this in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, about Lewis fake- Capaldi. Yep. Um, the other guy that bloody Tim um, Minchin. Yeah, the other guy that was going to play you in the movie. <laughs> um, out of uh, Harry Potter, <laughs> Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really interesting. So I read, this article came up today, right? Yes. And what I do if I see something interesting, normally what I do is I'll screenshot it. Oh, okay. I so, bookmark so it. So I can just yeah. So I can just check it out later on. I'll look at what I've screenshot. Yep. And all the rest of it. So and it was um, simply reads. Mick Hucknell said he betted three women a day in day to day listers. Three women a day. Yeah. Fuck off. So he claimed to have slept with a thousand women before he got married. So interestingly enough, then I so I what I'll normally do I'll screenshot it yes. and then I'll get on the computer and I'll Google that so then I can bring the article up. Perfect. And then I've got all the information in front of me. Yes. Strangely enough, though. The internet calls bullshit to make yeah, so claims. I, I, um, no, but kind of doesn't. But I looked at this. Three a day. And this article, essentially, um, it's a very similar article, um, but it goes back to 2010. Mm. But in this one, it says at the Daily Mail, the highlight is, simply reads, Mick Hucknell apologises to the thousand women. Oh, sorry for being a bad route. So, and he's saying, you know, I slept with a thousand women in my wild years, but I'm sorry now. What? <laughs> what? What? What are you doing, Mick? Well, it was probably this. Well, now, see, now he's he's just what it all, all it is. He's married now, and he's happy. I mean, this is also thirteen years ago. Oh, but so it, he's having it, to make good ma- to the missus. But he's married, and he's kind of said to the missus, "Yeah, look, anymore. I, I, I know. I look. I know. I fist pump all my mates when I talk <laughs> about it. But, but when, I, when I'm fisting you, I don't mean it. I only love you. Only you. Yeah, only you. I only have wrists for you. <laughs> yeah, but what's going on with the redheads, Joe? Like, every now, you are right. Every now and then, you just, God just picks one out and gives them fucking superpowers. Have you watched? The movie Love Actually. A long time ago. There is a character in there called Colin Bizzle. Mm-hmm. And I've got a big knob <laughs> who's basically this ranger who goes, I'm going to America because birds love the English accent. Yep. And I'm going to yes, get Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. And he gets off the plane and I think it's Denise Richards who meets him in a pub mm-hmm. and says, oh, you have a cute accent. Come and sit with me and my four other friends and the other ones, the girl from American Pie and yep. all that kind of stuff. And, oh, well, it's cold. Would you like to come back to our place and sleep over? Oops, we only have one bed. <laughs> it's fucking, we are, gingers are blessed with the ladies or what some a, sort of talent. What a coincidence. Mm. Yeah. But hang on, right? You've been in new relationships, as have I. A long time ago. <laughs> I got to say, a very, <laughs> very long, long time, time ago. ago. You, the last time you were in a new <laughs> relationship, um, Fred Flintstone was just learning how to chip a bit of slate. 
Um, he only just met Barney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Wilma wasn't even in the picture. Who's a ginge? <laughs> she is too. <laughs> Fuck. They're everywhere. <laughs> but, you know, in the early f- phases of a relationship, if you are both amorous, you may have a little bit of uh, sexy time <laughs> on more than one occasion in a 24-hour period. <sighs> If you like some going, yeah. <laughs> if you've got if you've got an endless supply of Dunkin' Donuts and Red Bull, or yep. actually Jolt Cola. Remember Jolt Is Cola? Forgotten Jolt Cola, a Mister Donut Donut, and a Jolt Cola from the Seven mm. Eleven. How good was that? Jolt Cola, Jolt Cola was like the um, the original Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so it was just a shitload of caffeine and sugar. Oof. And so, look, I absolutely guarantee you there have been days where I've had relations with my wife on more than three occasions, but I have not done it three times a day, every day, for a 12-month period. It's a long time. Fucking oath it is. That's what I'm saying. Superpowers. Has to be. I mean, not all heroes wear capes, but... And here's the thing, too. It must just be a nub on him now. Like he and he also wasn't necessarily a good-looking rooster. He had the red locks, though, didn't he? He had the voice. That was the thing. And I love the thought of coming home with you. The fact that he can just red, sing. Red but that's what it is. It was, it was the singing. It was the reggae pop. Yeah, it just, it just Which worked. Which he basically stole from the police anyway. <laughs> well... <laughs> Not the police. No, not the coppers. No, not the popo. The band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they did all right with the ladies as well, I believe. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's most band people do. I think if you had a certain amount of fame, yeah, especially back then. Fucking Motley Crue. Have you seen that <laughs> sort of doco movie? Yeah, but that's. A, I mean, that is un- exaggerated. I'm certain that was exaggerated a little bit. Um, but a lot of it, I believe, would have come from true stories. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Because, you know, I mean, from what I've – they were pretty crazy days. Yeah. It was just sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yep. Which is exactly what it was meant to be. That's the dream. It was meant to be fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll, Joe. It- <laughs> and blind justice. And bl- blind justice. <laughs> <laughs> Motley Crue supporting blind justice. That would be a good name for a band. An all-blind band. Oh, my goodness. That would be awesome. Yes. They don't even have to be blind. They could just do like a tism thing where you cover up your eyes and pretend you're blind. That's your gimmick. I know. I think think they've got to be blind. Because here we go. You've got the blind singer. That's fine, right? Yep. Blind guitarist. That can be done. Yes. You've got the blind guy on the synth. Yes. Fucking brilliant. You've got the blind drummer that fucking misses everything. (laughs) There's no beat in this song, Joe. I hear you, (laughs) and I, I give you a living example. Right. I know you're going to say Stevie wanted to play the drums. Correct. Yeah, but hey, once again, yeah, this is what people don't realise. He's a natural redhead. <laughs> <laughs> he was given superpowers as well, Jay. You're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> Stevie. That's why I was so uh, I was so amazed the moment I saw mm. Stevie Wonder playing the drums. Yep. Uh, what was it? I think it was on Netflix. It was the revolution that couldn't be broadcast. Now, I remember we spoke about it, and a while, it was though. a documentary based on a a music festival in Harlem. The same year as Woodstock. Yep. And it's got all these African American um, singers and, and artists, and one of them is Stevie Wonder playing the fucking drums. Blew my mind. Fucking blew my mind. Anyway, so good. 
Yeah, but but yeah, just so you know that natural redhead. Yeah, coloured his hair. So Blind Justice is a band. Blind Justice is a band. Have to be a metal band, though, wouldn't it? Uh, they could definitely metal it up. Yeah, yeah. From like a Nordic region, like Eurovision. That's coming up. <laughs> that would be a perfect thing for Eurovision. A blind, metal <laughs> a Norwegian band. blind metal band. Fuck yes. Does that just scream Eurovision? Yeah. And. As they're playing, just when they're about to finish, a big photo of John Cena comes up. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant! And their whole their whole set is just they are playing out what appears to be the anal passage of a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, said the whole their whole song. No, actually, it's the back legs of a, a Labrador, and the testicles are a disco ball. <laughs> That's your vision. That's your vision. But they'd have the the lyric would pretty much be, um, I haven't seen her. And everyone's singing, oh, they're talking about a woman. Then Cena's photo just comes <laughs> up at the end. It's like, fuck, it's John Cena. <laughs> now, roadies, it is going to be a very interesting week for us next week. We won't have our normal broadcast that we normally do. Uh, Troy and I are obviously on a plane. We are off to the coronation, so... Next week, I believe you will be hearing what we record at the coronation of King Charles. Really? So that could be interesting. Unless, of course, you're not coming. I wish you put that on my calendar. I thought you... Didn't know about that. Well, you better get your passport in order. You told me when I was drunk. <laughs> Which we call Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to go and check out King Daddy. King Daddy. So I'm hoping. King Daddy Charles. I mean, come on. Imagine how tough a gig it is. How many people in the world do you reckon take over the family business from mum (laughs) after she's done the job for, what, seven decades? That's a tough one. That's a big. It's like if you've got the situation where you've got a whole gangster movie like The Mob. Mm. And, you know, mum's been, look, she's been the, the matriarch for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Just that iron fucking claw. Yeah, there's Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> yeah, it. doing it all. And then she passes, and then you got little fucking Timmy, who's <laughs> Timmy. fucking, he's always wanted to be in charge of the family. And he's a florist. Ste- yes. <laughs> Steps up. <laughs> well done, Tim. Flowers of fury. Flowers <laughs> <laughs> of fury. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, roadies, it has been an absolute pleasure. We will catch you uh, next week in the old blighty, I believe. Um, as long as our passports get cleared and all that kind of stuff, we are hoping to be in the Abbey for the coronation of King Charles. And, um, yeah, we'll see how that shit show goes. Should be royally wonderful. Yeah, and don't forget, you have been requested, um, or you will be requested during the coronation, to once again pledge your allegiance to King Charles. Of the realm, um, I'm sure you can find that. Look up Coronation King Charles. There's things that you need to do at home, being part of the Commonwealth. So if you can stand up in your what, living room and, I'll tell you what, um, I wasn't keen on getting a Prince Charles. Mm. I don't know what the fuck a King Charles is. That <laughs> shit sounds really dangerous. You're a cavalier <laughs> about everything. What are we going to do? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.